0: This week on Jesus Center Stage, we're joined by Jeff and Miranda Weaver. They tell us about their journeys around this world, their time in Germany as missionaries, and answering the call that God's given you. A story so good that we added a bonus content podcast this week. All right, before we get started today, I want to encourage you, as this podcast comes to an end, go check out the bonus content. It's about 12 minutes of the story that we could not fit on this original podcast. All right, so we're back uh, this week with a uh, an exciting podcast. Tonight.
1: Yes, I've been looking forward to this one.
0: Yeah, for for as long as we've been. I even told this,
1: somebody about it today. Spoiler oh,
0: alert. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, we usually uh, kind of announce when we're having guests coming on, but this one, this guest kind of came up. These guests uh, kind of came up quickly, so we haven't even been able to talk about it. But as always, when we have guests on them, I don't like to sit and talk too awful much about what we've been doing because usually the guests nobody are, are cares more anyways. That's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, we're joined today by Jeff and Miranda Weaver, um, and uh, kind of an interesting story before before I uh, introduce them uh, and let them uh, have the have their say. Here is uh, myself and Miranda are cousins. Uh, however, we haven't spent much time together over our whole lives and uh, as we kind of get into into the story here you might understand so uh, we're excited to hear a lot of this story too it's not like uh, it's something that we just are very familiar with Uh, but their lives to us uh, have been exciting I I think to them it's probably just life (laughs) but uh, (laughs) to to us it looks exciting from the outside so we're we're eager to hear um, you know what what they have to say so with all that being said uh welcome uh jeff and miranda
2: thank you thank you thank you we're excited to be here
0: Well we're excited to have you um so real quickly just kind of touching on that uh, as i said um you know since since we've been born i don't think we ever live within maybe 500 miles of one another um, so we didn't have that that typical uh you know family relationship and and uh, that kind of thing Um, so maybe start us off a little bit with just tell us where where all have you lived over your life
2: me or Jeff or both
0: Uh, both (laughs) let's go with both
2: (laughs) okay Um, well for me you know um, my dad of course was in the army um, since I was born so I've moved all over the first uh, six years of my life, he was in the Army. So we lived in Georgia and in Alabama, kind of in the, in the South, and we lived in Virginia. And then he um, got out of the Army at 13 years. He got out to be a preacher and be a missionary in England. So when I was six, I moved to England and lived there until I was 13, and then came back to the States, and we ended up in Texas. And I was there for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh you know so until uh until I met Jeff and then you know we started our journey together but um yeah I mean I moved around a lot even in England you know we moved a couple times and of course the army moved a lot so um we definitely haven't stayed in one place for very long Texas has been the longest for me that I've stayed somewhere so
0: yeah and I um, I know, like you, you were saying with uh, the military in, in your dad's past. That's probably you know a pretty typical um, kind of thing—the the moving around and the different places. And of course, we know um, that Jeff has uh, military background, which would include moving around. So, um, since y'all sure. have met, uh, Jeff, where where all have you taken? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um
2: since we've
0: met yeah yeah since well no back on up why because we don't really know jeff's history either <laughs> <laughs> well it's pretty similar to miranda's my dad was in the military
3: and uh well at first i was adopted when i was about two and then um dad went in the, back in the military uh and he uh we went to belgium we lived in belgium and lived to germany and then all over the south and we went back to Germany and then back to the south. And so that's basically the places where I was at was in Germany and then the southern part of the United States until I met Miranda.
2: And I forgot I lived in Germany when I was little, too. I forgot that part.
3: Oh,
4: okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about me?
1: oh but I forgot. I was like, I did live there when I was little. <laughs> so I'm going to throw oh, yeah, a question. The- I'm going to throw a question in here. Of of all of those places that you lived, like, what is one specific memory or thing that you wish you you could have from that place? Like a food or the weather or just any random thing that, like, is, like, a fond memory for you?
3: The weather. <laughs>
1: the weather where?
3: <laughs> it was, like, always mild, you know, or cold, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, considering considering it's it's like triple digits where you are now, the weather was the first <laughs> thing that that came to mind, wasn't it?
4: Uh,
3: oh yeah, and the trees and mountains and grass, you know, all that stuff. Oklahoma, yeah. we don't have much of that.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Miranda? Um, I think for me, it was more. Um,
2: we had a lot of interaction with the military and uh, military churches, and so I think the family atmosphere of those churches that we had, that's what I remember growing up, um, even though we were not connected at all as far as, you know, real family, it was very much a family atmosphere, and it's just kind of something we haven't really, it's just not the same in the States, so yeah, whenever we think back, people that we know think back to those times, that's kind of what we all remember, you know, is the closeness that everyone shared over there, because you were kind of, that was your family, you didn't have anybody else close by, so.
0: Yeah, that was probably it. Yeah, we, I I can see that. I can, I can see that. You know, church is is different. I, I believe uh, I've never been in in other countries. It's very different. Uh, but yeah, Elsie's Elsie's traveled uh, to several on missions and stuff, and she, you know, has talked about the different. The just church is just done different in different places. So I would, I always think that would be you know a great experience to see how how different places i'm much
1: more shallow than though when i think about the like the memories or the things i wish i had from mission trips is there was this one dessert pastry breakfast thing in the dominican (laughs) and they're like i would give anything for that again like it was so good
4: yeah
3: food is definitely uh a, a, a okay if a you bonus. want
2: if you want me to be shallow i can do that too okay because i did go to africa and i went on a safari and i think it just about beat out the church services
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's pretty <I> thought, good
4: <laughs> oh my lord i know the church services are supposed to be
2: the best but that safari was pretty awesome <laughs>
0: yeah now that's the kind of stuff we're looking for right yeah. there yeah <laughs> yeah so um but um you know, so you guys have lived a lot of places um you know, I mentioned the military and in um in what you you had sent me some stuff the other day just about your lives and stuff and and I found that very interesting um uh of course we. We're very appreciative to, of of everybody that has served our country, and you know we just came off of uh, Memorial Day and then Fourth of July, and uh, so those things are, are really fresh on our mind. But I I was um, I was very I guess you could just say impressed um, with uh, the story, uh, Jeff, that um, that y- you seemed so determined uh, from from what I've heard to to serve. And, um, and not only in, in the military, but it, it seems like through all that, you was also determined that you was going to serve God, uh, you know, in, in one way or the other. Uh, you want to share a little bit about that uh, with the listeners about your journey in the military and then also in, you know, just in the ministry side of things. And, and let, me yeah, say, I, uh... let me say this, too, uh, that you two are by far the most educated guests that we've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I believe uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, if I'm correct, you both have masters in um, uh, divinity. Is that right? Is that what I'm saying? Am I saying that right, Elsie? Yeah. yeah. I just don't know divinity? if that's
1: the right degree or not.
0: Well, I think it is. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I know y'all both got a lot of schooling.
3: <laughs> oh my! So. Um, Well, when I was 18, actually, I I grew up thinking, you know, with dad being in the military, thinking I was going to go in the military straight after high school. And, um, and so as soon as I graduated, I I went to go uh, to the recruiter to go, you know, get the military and I passed everything until I got to the medical part. And uh, they said my eyes weren't good enough. And so they rejected me. Um, And, you know, that I was like, what am I going to do now? You know, so. I let that go obviously after a while and uh it wasn't till after Miranda and I were married and I believe five years later after we were married is when um I was got home six years after sorry six (laughs) years after um and and I was at home and and I checked the mail and there happened to be a, a little postcard in there and it wasn't even to me it was somebody else's but it was in our mailbox and so um It said, "Come, uh, come, join the army and get a free pair of boxers."
0: (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) that's a draw. Yeah, I mean, hey, what can you say?
3: You know, Uh, boxers. that's a bonus right there. So I, uh, I called Miranda and told her I think I'm gonna go uh, check out the military, even though you know they rejected me. I was like, Oh you know, what the heck? You never know. It's been 14 years, (laughs) and I'm, you know. A lot fatter and now the shade maybe they'll take me <laughs> 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 so so i went up there and uh well heck within what how long was it
2: before 11 I was, days
3: yeah 11 after
2: swore in. yeah so. yeah I was, in less than a month he was gone
3: yeah i was in boot camp wow and you know yeah, struggling to breathe and, you know, just having a good old time. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, 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 and while I was in boot camp, you know, there was times I was like, I'll never make this, you know, because I was so, you know, I was out of shape. You I know 19? You, know, you know Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> when even close. Well, he
2: was almost, I mean, really, he was 32. He was almost twice the age of the yeah. guys that were going in. Yeah, yeah they, well,
3: they called me grandpa and everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but but Miranda had, you know, told me at one time, and said, you know, she shared with me, you know, you know, my dad said that, uh, uh, been, you know, thousands of men have have done this and, and passed, and you can too. And, and you know, and just, I just tried my best every day and as hard, I worked as hard as I could and, and it worked out, you know? So, um, yeah, I was determined to, uh, to, to succeed. Cause I, I didn't want to go back to selling Twinkies, you know. So <laughs> with that, <laughs> and you get, you know, you get paid to.
2: And he know, was really selling Twinkies. I was, I was,
3: I was working on a host district.
0: So that so, was not a figure of speech yeah. then. No.
2: no, it was
3: not. <laughs> hey, them Twinkies are good. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, that but, that might, that was yeah, what got you to the place where you was having trouble getting uh, passing the test, wasn't it? the 20s
3: <laughs> well it, 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 you know what when when i got home from from the uh, the recruiter and they said i could I, I could join and everything they told me i should probably go and maybe do some running so i said well heck yeah you know i used to i used to play college basketball you know and we ran like five miles before we started practice so i said this shouldn't be a hard hard at all so i i, I went home and changed some shorts and you know t-shirt and some tennis shoes and walked up to the end of our block and there was uh i knew there was a um a park about a mile away so well i used to do you know five miles i couldn't run down there so i started running i got to the end of the the block where the stop sign was and i couldn't hardly breathe so i turned around <laughs> turned around made my way back to the house grabbed the dr pepper turned the ac on and the tv on it says if they go get me they're going to get me in shape because i ain't gonna do it
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. but you know i got to the army and um and that's where I m- met my best friend, uh, the ones we just went and, and visited in Arizona and uh, he was in the army too, but he's 14 years younger. Um, but, uh, you know, being in the army was a source of pride in our family. And I just, you know, I did everything I could. Uh, and I, and I figured we'd, we'd stay in, you know, if it had been up to Miranda, she said, if it'd been up to her, she would just signed me up for 20 years right off the bat. Yeah. Um, but I can only for a certain amount of time. And, and, uh, and after about five years, well, I got hurt and they eventually put me out and then you're like, well, what do you do now? <laughs> and, uh, and that's when, uh, I knew I would known since I was a little kid that I was going to be in the ministry. I just didn't really want to do it, you know, cause I didn't figure I was good enough or smart yeah. enough or whatever. And, um, so we went to, uh, we we got out just as we matter of fact this is I got out of the army, um we adopted our kids and ended up going to uh to Holmes Bible College, uh, where our best friend had gone and um that began our journey into the ministry through college and and um you know that's that's where it really got real for us. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: just look at the timing of everything that you just shared and like how different would have it been if the first time they would have accepted you into the army.
0: And just oh, yeah, just exactly. like you
1: you said, this, that when you were in the army, you met your best friend. And then after you got out, you went to Bible college and all of those things. Like, I wonder how different it would have been. And just the just the timing to me is remarkable and just shows that like God was like, no, I don't want you there yet. Just hang on a minute. I got, you got to sell Twinkies for a minute, and then and then I'll do it.
3: Yeah, you know, and Miranda and I have thought about this many times, you know. We, we've gone over the different things that have gone on in our lives and, and how God has just, you know, orchestrated different things. And where we look like we failed, we felt like we failed. It was actually just uh, a process that we were gaining experience and, and learning uh, to prepare wow. us for what we were going to do.
2: That's good. Yeah, you know, we... We talked about, you know, the t- a time and place, you know, because none of those things in and of themselves seem real spiritual, you know. It, you know, none of them are like uh, up to this point not ministry related, but you can still see God's hand shifting the pieces, you know, because we did want to do God's will, you know. And so we God knew that and we prayed about that. And so that's always there that we want to do his will. And we just figured the army was it. Huh? We're in, you know, but. Um, I look at him meeting his best friend is probably uh, just a huge thing to me where when he went into boot camp, he didn't start. Even though he should have, he didn't start for like two weeks. And he was discouraged because of that. You know, I remember talking to him and he was discouraged and down and everything. But it was that two-week time that allowed him to meet his best friend because if he'd have went when he when he if he would immediately started he would have never met one you know and they would never bunk together they would have never been in the AIT together so during those times when he was discouraged and down or we're thinking why is this happening you know God's moving behind the scenes you know shifting the pieces so that they can meet because so much of our life after that did revolve and and interact with Wayne and Jessica after we met them so
1: that's that is just amazing to me that like, I mean, you, you can't see it in that moment. Like you said, you were wondering, why is this happening? Why, you know, what's going on? And you can't see it in that moment. But just being able to look back and saying that God was moving pieces, like you said, and, and, and just, just in a small amount of time as two weeks. Like, that's just, that yes. is so encouraging to me to think, you know, I may not be able to see it in the moment. You may not be able to see it right now. But in little, in, in as little as two weeks... Things can just mm-hmm. be different in the way that God wants them to, and you may not even recognize it in that two-week time frame. But years sure. from now, you can look back and say, "Okay, I see what you did there." Yeah, I see that <laughs>
0: dot connected now. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and, and earlier, now, go ahead. Connected. <laughs> yeah. Earlier. Well, so now <laughs> no, no, no. Go Go ahead. I'm gonna actually let you go ahead this time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, no so now now you look back and you see a whole lot of a whole lot of those dots connected, and it just and it seems to stem from one particular point, even though you know, and I know like growing up, you know, um my dad was part of the ministry to the military and you know, as a pastor and everything. And so that helped shape me later on. That comes into play again in our lives and, oh yeah. you know, in, in such a big way. But, you know, just so, you know, God shapes you when you're little and molds you and, and things like that happen. But, yeah, there's definitely a point in our life where we look back and we go, OK, this was a defining moment right here. And then from then on out, you can really see things picking up, you know, and moving. Yeah, that's so pretty neat.
0: It really is. And, and earlier, uh, Jeff had said where where we felt like we failed, uh, you know, it, God was working there and things things came out of it. And it just made me, you know, think as we read our Bible um, and, and we see the, you know, from all through, you know, Old Testament and New Testament. And just think how many of those men and women had that same experience of, you know, I have failed. I'm, I'm terrible <laughs> at this you know, at this call on my life, I'm just, and then, and then at the end, here we are, you know, thousands of years later, reading their story and and learning from it. So, uh, what we see All as right. failure definitely not uh, is not what we what we think it is sometimes.
1: It's not final. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: um, we're gonna we're gonna eventually get into you, you guys. Uh, went to Germany um, as missionaries uh, and and had a church over there and those kinds of things. But one thing that you you um, shared with me this week, um, it said after or, or you said that after uh, getting married that you felt led to missions. And um, that was something that just kind of piqued my interest as as we was you know planning for the podcast is you know that that's something I, I don't think, there's there's hardly anyone in the ministry that hasn't questioned their calling or wondered you know are am i hearing this correctly or those kind of things and uh uh, i know you know both of you um are are very experienced uh in the in the mission field you're very experienced in the ministry you've uh, obviously grew up uh, in those things and i just wanted to to kind of get your take or or maybe explain what what you when you said you, you know you felt led to missions, um, you know how did you recognize that calling or, or you know that you you felt confident enough to move to another country um, because you recognized it that that strongly. Can can you both maybe share you know just what what that when you say I felt led to that what what would that be for you? that would be miranda <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> she led you right along huh?
2: <laughs> no i didn't i didn't think about it when i was growing up and i didn't think about it as a teenager and i didn't think about it after we got married i mean of course we discussed before we got married you know what kind of things we would like to do and that never came up but once we went to bible and again like when he said if i would have signed him up for 20 years in the army i would have because missions wasn't somewhere something i was thinking about but once we started Bible school, and it was really him that was going to start Bible school. And after about a semester of me sitting back listening to him talk about all the things he was learning, I was like, um, I would like to go to Bible school <laughs>
0: too. <laughs> I won't in on that.
2: <laughs> and, uh, we had two kids that were under two years old. So we had to, you know, schedule. They actually came to class with us sometimes. And so, uh, but it was during that, um, during the college. Every year, they would have um, missions week, or you know, uh, missions week where the missionaries would come in and talk to us. And even though the college is not associated, it is not run by any denomination. It's the oldest Pentecostal college in the world, and is very small. And it's not run by any denomination, but the IPHC is very connected to it, which has the International Pentecostal Holiness Church, and that's a mouthful.
4: <laughs> it took me forever
2: <laughs> to remember that. So they would always bring in their missionaries and they would talk to us. And I just remember that, you know, um, always, you know, I guess you've heard people say your heart burned within you after you would hear them talk, you know. And I was just like, man, you know, that's that's something I want to do, you know. And so I would always kind of I like to feel that and think about it. I, and, and I would tell Jeff and Jeff would always go, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't want to be no missionary. I want to go to Africa. They don't have air conditioning. <laughs> it's <Like, you laughs> very
3: important. Uh, so, hey, air conditioning is very important.
2: So he would just shoot it down all the time, you know, and
3: uh, and, uh, and every time missions week would come, I would babysit the kids and she could go to the yeah. services. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like it was really like anything like that, and and um, so I just remember coming out of one of those meetings one time, and I just, I mean, again, I talked to some missionaries, and it was just something I. It was just something I felt. It wasn't, you know, I didn't hear God speak to me. I didn't hear him say, This is what you're going to do specifically. It was just like a a feeling inside, you know, that man, I just want to do this so much. And, you know, but I knew Jeff didn't. So I remember coming out of one of those meetings one time and I just remember telling the Lord, Lord, you're going to have to tell him because if you want us to do this, he is not listening to me. You know, he was trying to do everything else. I'm going to be a pastor. I didn't want to be a pastor's wife. I was like, That's the last thing I want to do. I want to be a pastor's wife, you know, and, He's like, oh, let's do this. And so I just said, Lord, you don't have to tell him. So I dropped it. I didn't think anything more about it because I said, Lord, you're going to have to do it. I can't. And then one morning I was sitting in bed after he was already out of school. He had graduated college, and he got home from work one day, and he came in the morning, and I was in the bed, and he said, well, I know what we're going to do. And I was like, (laughs) really? What? We're going to be missionaries. And then I was like, are you for real? She said, no, we're not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's what she wanted
2: to do. Like, yeah, but you don't. <laughs> you know, so then he started to tell his story, which you can tell that now. And why he, why, how he came to that
3: conclusion. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, um, like I said, I, I had been through my bachelor's degree at Holmes and we had started um, our master's degree and, I was working midnights at the um, Greenville Memorial Hospital, uh, cleaning rooms and stuff, and so I had a lot of time by myself to think and to pray and stuff. And and you know, when you're going to Bible school, everybody's always talking about, yeah, I'm going to be a pastor, I'm going to be a music director, I'm a youth pastor, I'm going to be a missionary evangelist, all these things. They'd always say, Jeff, what are you going to do? So, I don't know. <laughs> I said, but I ain't going to be no missionary. <laughs> and, um, <laughs>
4: yeah,
3: exactly. So, and it all and I get upset with, you know, not with them, but with, like, God, what, what do you, why do you have me here? You know, I've gone through, I'm finished my college now. Okay. I guess I'll go to the next college. And you know, until you tell me and I was, you know, but I prayed almost every day about what, what, what do you want me to do? You know, what, what are you preparing me for? And there came a time, there was February of think of 11, 2011. And, um, I was, and I got to, I got so mad that at work I just said, "God, you know what? I'm just going to pray until you until you tell me what I'm supposed to do because I, I just can't deal with this no more. You know, I need to know what you want me to do." Yeah. And it was over a few nights that I, that this happened, and then about two o'clock one morning, um, I, I I I just stopped. Praying. I just stopped. I just put my hands on the, on, on the bed that I just cleaned and I just stopped. I just listened, you know, I was exhausted, you know, and, and, um, and at that moment, I remember, uh, the Lord just bringing my thoughts, my, my memories reminded me of what had happened when I was little. Cause when I was little, I remember watching uh, this thing called missionaries in action before church. And, um, and I remember seeing a little boy with a bloated stomach. And I remember pointing at the TV and saying, that's what I want to do. And I hadn't remembered that in 30 some odd years, you know. Wow. And, and, then, and then the Lord brought to my mind different parts of my life. Um, meeting Miranda, uh, where I went to school, you know, different experiences in my life. And going in the army and, and, and then in college and everything. And it just, and and it it probably took about 15, 20 minutes for this time period to pass by. And at the end, you know, I, I, just remember that voice in my heart saying, you know, this is what I've called you to do. This is what I've prepared you your whole life to do is to go into missions and and, you know, like I said beforehand, I'd always joke or, or say, I'm not going to missions, you know, and I really didn't want to. I mean, I really, I had no, absolutely no desire to do that. Um, but when I felt the presence of the Lord there and and, and kind of explain and, and to me in my mind and my heart why I was, why my life had happened and what had happened and for what reason. And when he said, you know, this is what I prepared you for, it was missions. I was at peace for it. You know, I was at peace with it. And yeah. and I knew that's what we were going to do. And I was happy. I was excited, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I went home and told, uh, no, no, The actually, <laughs> I kept it to myself that night, that morning when I got home. And I said, you know what, this could be a trick because <laughs> I, I really, you know, I, I don't know if I, re- I don't really want to go. I'm getting more at peace with him. I don't, so I'm going to wait one more night. And so, actually, I did. I waited until the next night. I went to work. I started praying. And within a couple of minutes, you know, I just felt a check in my spirit. So, you know what? I've already told you and showed you what I want you to do. Now, you need to go do it. And I went home the next morning and told Miranda, you know, we're going to be missionaries. You know, you won.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. You gave it that extra night. Like, sometimes.
3: Oh, I, mean, yeah, I, so- sure I, I was trying to. <laughs> trick me of some sort. Yeah. The no, but you never know. You gotta be double sure.
1: Yeah. I love it though because like even even though like when when he came and he made it make sense um and and started showing you the way that he had prepared you and all of that. But just like, okay, well I need to know for sure. And then just his his patience with us when we come back and we're like, okay, can I get out of this now? And he's like really we've we've been over this whole thing like i've done told you everything you know and i i just love that like that you included that part because sometimes i think we get so super spiritual when we talk about our callings or the lord called me to do this and we and we skip over that extra night of our story and i think there's there's people who are in that extra night who need to hear that and know that you know the lord is not going to change his mind um even nope. if you if you take that extra night you know he's still going to okay we've been over this just go do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's true yeah yep. you, you you was possibly just just days away from getting swallowed by a whale if you hadn't went ahead <laughs> and, and... <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um yeah all right so now you have you've answered uh that call And um, I I believe I kind of let a little bit of that out earlier that uh, that y'all had y'all went to Germany and had a church there. Um, We're 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 running close on time. But one one question I did have here that I wanted to to ask is because, you know, most people uh, haven't had that experience, haven't, you know, to be in different countries and. And those kinds of things and, and i know y'all spent a good bit of time i mean you know sometimes we we talk about missions and it's a week or two weeks but you guys spent years uh over there um if if someone was just uh, wanting to know what's the best thing about missions and then what's the worst thing about missions um what what would you say besides food issues <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll go. To mine. <laughs> the worst, and I think the hardest thing for me, because we we did both grow up moving around. The moving part wasn't so bad, but because of the the denomination we were in and the the, the um, how we chose. Because I know each denomination is a little different and how they raise their funds. But that was the hardest for me. That was where I really questioned the Lord and his sovereignty and how men could mess things up because we had to go around, first of all, to try to get into churches, which is very hard. A lot of times pastors don't want missionaries coming, and that's just the truth of it. And so then to get in and to try to make that financial appeal because we had to raise so much money to be able mm-hmm. to go. And you have to make that appeal and ask people to support you every month. Oh, not much. And so, well, for the trip, we originally were scheduled to go to Italy and for our family of four every month, we had to raise around $8,000. Wow.
0: And
2: for, yeah, for other people to support you in that much money and then you're going around and you get like a pledge of $5, which all of it counts. So we don't want to discount that at all. You know, we understand that. But when you, spoken at two or three churches and that's the pledge you got five dollars or something Mm -hmm. you get discouraged you know and you're like Lord am I doing the right thing or what so that was probably the hardest thing you know it's just waiting and seeing how this was going to play out Uh, the the best thing for me is just the people you meet you know we went over as ministry to the military so mainly minister to the military there the American military that was there but in that process God and God did it God ended up bringing Russians into our congregation where by the time we left almost our entire congregation was Russian and he brought people together that you know 20 years ago it just wouldn't have happened you know mm-hmm. Um yeah, even now, you know, there's tensions, again, between Russia and the United States. So it's something that just wouldn't have happened on its own. But the Lord just, I mean, these people would just show up, you know. <laughs> I mean, our sign even said, you know, mili- ministry to the military, and they would just show up and come. And, you know, so and so getting to meet them and experience just even a little bit of their culture and the, things, the way they think and, you know, just so different. And it was neat. You know, and the German people, too, you know, and, and everything. We had quite a few um, different ethnicities. I'm not going to say that word do I'll mess it up. We had a lot of different people.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Not nationalities. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: And, you know, just kind of see how, how people live. And so that was neat. I enjoyed that, just making those friendships.
0: Yeah, that's I, me. I could definitely <laughs> in both of those the the financial aspect was was something that uh, that I you know had was wanting to to kind of dig into a little bit too because that's that's something I've never really understood but uh, the way you you said it there that you know that is a um, I guess could be an ongoing uh, stress um you know, if if, if if each month it's gonna it's gonna cover what your your, your expenses are,
4: sure.
2: Because you have people that support you, but not all the time do they remember to send in a payment or something. And so, even if your money starts dropping down, where well, you have to come back to the states and raise some more. And not all of the denominations are like that. Um, some actually appeal to like the church as a whole instead mm-hmm. of individuals. They'll have to raise the funds and. You know, there's people, because back in the old days, people would just get on a ship and go over, and, you know, here we are. They didn't have to raise funds, but you can't do that now with all of the rules, regulations, and, you know, you have to get visas. You have to have all this stuff. So to even get in one of these places, you have to be able to support yourself to get a visa to be able to stay legal. So, you know, you can't just pick up and go and say, here we are, because then you would be illegally in their country.
4: So.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jeff, anything you'd like to add Add to that, the, the best or the worst?
3: Well, um, for the worst, just to carry on with what she was talking about with um, raising funds, uh, just real quickly, we, we had, to, after, what was a year and a half? Mm-hmm. year and a half, we had $2,000 a month coming in. That was what was, so we were way off what we were supposed to be, because we're supposed to be, after two years, fully funded. We weren't and we had a meeting with one of our bosses, and he basically told me three times within 45 minutes that I need to talk to the bishop, get a church, and just stay here because I wasn't going to be a missionary. And um, so that was one of the hardest things for me, but I knew in my heart that we were going to go, you know, and and so we just, after that, we were, we were disappointed, we were upset, and we prayed, and we left it in God's hands, and, and uh, it just so happens, what we were talking about earlier about her dad being a ministry of the military, you know, 20 years beforehand. Uh, he, he actually talked to Miranda and said, well, have you, uh, talked to uh, his old boss, you know, that had hired him all those years ago. And, and she said, well, it's not even the same denomination, you know, it's church of God. And I said, well, so actually we called and we met with him that weekend because it was the same boss that he had had. We met with him, um, that, uh, on a weekend. And within three months we were uh, missionaries in Germany. Wow, uh, that's yeah.
1: another that's another thing you can see God saying, "Okay, I don't want you there, so I'm not going to give you the money to go there because that's not the right place."
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, he he, I, he was saying you I, almost I, got it right, but you're in the wrong country. just <laughs> <laughs> have to shift up a couple yeah. hundred. <laughs>
2: and, and I was really excited when they said, "Hey," because we were like, "Where are they going to send us?" You know, because we told them we really like we really feel impressed to go to Europe. But we said we're wide open. So I'm thinking, man, they're going to come tell us he want to go to, like, Scandinavia, Norway, Sweden, where it's freezing all the time, you know. And he came back and he said, how about Italy? And I was like, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's warm all year. <laughs> I was really excited about that. But,
3: <laughs> but, you know, both of us had lived in Germany, and it just made sense, you know, if you thought about it. You know, we both lived in Germany. We knew about the culture. <laughs> and everything and uh, hey, that's our spot going off
0: right now <laughs> 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 sorry <laughs> that's that's okay um the lord knows what he's doing right so, that's right yeah and for sure it, as,
3: yeah as far as the the best things you know it, it is relationships you know it's relationships and uh
0: and food yeah <laughs> I'd have to go <laughs> all right well let me let me take just just a moment here um to to speak i guess to our listeners um we're we're right on on the time that that the podcast is going to end but we do have a couple of more questions um so we're going we're going to go ahead and end this podcast uh but for this this week uh we'll do something that we haven't done in the past and um, we're going to continue on uh, with some, I guess you could say, extra footage or extra audio um, that will be uh, available, too. So if you're listening to the podcast and um, and you'd like to hear just a little bit more, uh, just uh, just look on, on the app there, and there'll be something probably titled uh, Extra Footage, extra Bonus Footage, or something like that. So... Um, is, is that okay? You guys can hang out with us maybe for another 10 minutes? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, if you're, uh, if you're listening uh, and you want to hear bonus footage, just, just uh, click on over on the next one, and we'll have a little bit extra here with uh, Jeff, Miranda, um, stories of their missionary journeys, and uh, just life with Jesus at the center.